Welcome back, know-it-alls. Thanks for the support by listening to our show. We love you and hope that you're entertained with our stupid chit-chat and stories. Um, Make sure to send us your feedback so that we can continue to make the show better for you and your friends. The topic of this week is a question. Can money buy happiness? Yes. (laughs) Um, According to uh, myself, in the approximate age of 13, no. (laughs) I recall that. (laughs) Yeah. I remember vividly explaining to you how money means nothing and it's not important at the age of 13 because, damn it, I knew everything. Yeah, and you still do. I still do. You still do. <laughs> still Nothing has changed except for your thought on whether or not money was important. <laughs> Nothing's changed except for all of my opinions on everything. No, skinny jeans you still like, right? Yeah, skinny jeans are awesome. See? Um, <laughs> no, I like straight leg. Straight leg. As long as they're not flared. How about Tokyo Hotel? I'm not a fan. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure. Things have changed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Metro Uh, station? No. No? No. Okay. I think one of them went to prison. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you. When Shake It comes up. uh, Still dead. Well, I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I sing along. Every time. It's catchy as shit. Absolutely. Um, So, I guess, I mean, can't mind about happiness. Um, To my 13-year-old self, you were fucking wrong. Mm -hmm. Um... I always say to people that say money can't buy happiness. I I luckily never experienced this, but I just say to them, like, have you lived in poverty? (laughs) Like, how can you wake up happy every day and be like, I don't know where my next meal is going to come from. (laughs) Like, oh, it's like 30 below and I don't have shoes to wear to school. Amazing. (laughs) Like, I just, I don't know how you can um, say that money doesn't buy happiness when people need it to survive. But... There's also been some studies that I've read about the amount that you have after a certain point does not make you happier. So someone who has, if you look at ask someone who has $30 million yeah. and then ask someone who has $60 million, the person who has $60 million is not twice as happy. No, they just have another jet. Yes. That the other person they have another island or a yacht that the other person doesn't have yeah that they can't use because they already own four of them exactly so yeah it's kind of cool because after once you get to the point where you don't really have to think not saying that 30 million is your threshold where you're you're happy yeah like no 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 but it, it, that's the thing is this article was saying um there's a point and, and this number is different for different people but there's a point where you can just do the things and get the things that you want without really having to think about them yeah at a certain point um, people are like, well, what about the people that can just buy a, an airline or like buy a publishing company or yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like you just become a CEO like that because they bought it. Yeah. Those people aren't necessarily more happy because it's a lot of stress. Like yeah, at a certain are, point. Because are, are they going to work though? No, but but they, they have this like empire. Yeah. Um, And like they have this image, right? Whereas there's like this nice sweet spot where you can be like, yeah, I'm going to buy my kids like each one of them gets whatever vehicle they want for their 16th birthday. Like they want a Ferrari, okay? Yeah. Like, I, I, am I gonna take my all my kids on a vacation? Yeah, we're gonna spend two months in Bali. Yeah. At a five star resort. You for, see, for two months. If, right? if I could make the money I'm making now, but not have to wake up and go to work to do it. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet spot. Yeah. Right. Like, to, to not have to set an alarm is, like, a dream. Yeah. Like, I don't have to set it for anything. I guess my kids still have to go to school, so I need to set an alarm. Yeah. But not for me, personally. Yeah, I mean, I guess that also... I didn't really take into account the, what do you do to get the money? 
Because, again, you oh. have somebody who makes, you know, $30 million a year and another person makes $30 million, but one of them has set up their life so that they're pretty much retired and ready to go. Yeah. And the other one is busting their ass to get that 30 mil. Yeah. Like, I, they, I, they d- I, you know, destroyed their life to get that money. So, I see it. That I mean, in that case, money doesn't always buy happiness because you can get to that point and not have anyone. Not have anyone in your life... Yeah, but or, you don't know that person's like. Maybe that does make them it's happy, true. right? But everybody's happiness cases, is different. It's true. I, I don't. I don't want stress in my life. I want health for yeah. all the people that are around me that I love. Yeah. So, money helps with that. Yeah. Money. If you don't have to worry about your bills at the end of the month. Yeah. Because you have enough money in the bank that you can just pay the bill. Yeah. That totally alleviates stress. Yeah. And your life's pretty good. No, If you break a leg, let's say in Canada it's different. Let's say you live in the States and you break a leg. That's going to cost you a lot of money to fix. Yeah. If you have the money in the bank, that's okay. You can have a broken leg and you just sit at home playing video games for a couple, couple weeks or a month, whatever it takes to get fixed, six yeah. weeks, you're good to go. Yeah. If you don't have to worry about losing your job because you have money in the bank, yeah. money helps. I agree. Like At the end of the day, I am not, like all joking aside, it's a very complicated Oh, this podcast is nothing but serious. (laughs) It's true. It's true. What part of it was joking to you? (laughs) But it's, I mean, does money give you happiness? Yes, to a point. There's always going to be other things in your life that cause conflicts. Yeah. But like you said, the leaving stress and stuff. Um, I have a weird situation with money because I started working when I was 12 and I had zero bills. You're welcome, by the way. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I had zero bills. Other than a phone bill when I was like, became, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 in there. Um, no, like high school, 15, 16, 17 years old. I got a phone bill. Um, the only thing that I really spent money on was getting my hair done. But I, I remember just, you <laughs> did it a lot though. I did, right? like every two months. Um, I still did. <laughs> but, uh, but it was different. Then. It was Pinks, different. Purples, it was yeah. the hair was longer. Yeah, yeah it Cost was a lot more. of money. Um, but yeah, I just had this money that like I did not have to think. Uh, as a teenager, I got a car, and like that, I cost a lot of money to get a car. But um, I just would go to Edmonton to shop for fun with my friends, and didn't have to think about budgeting. And that was part of the grown-up me telling you yeah. that money was important. It's true. You're not and here you, to teach me yeah, lessons today. You didn't, today. Even, you didn't even realize it. it. Yeah, but I, um, yeah, I could just like go shopping and spend my money. I could go to a concert, and then I went to university and didn't save a cent to go to university. So I got. Loans and every year I would get thirteen thousand five hundred dollars as a loan, and then I would also work for the whole summer and make about ten grand. So I go into my university year with like around by the time you know I, I started school, um, it was around like twenty one thousand dollars in the bank ish. By the time I got there and started, and I didn't work for my entire university um, year, like for like eight months. And I would go out to movies, and I go out for supper, and I go drinking with my friends. I had no problem. And then school ended, <laughs> and I was like, I have forty thousand dollars to pay back. Uh, yeah. And I also bought a car because mine broke, so I had another fifteen thousand dollars for that. And so my parents were generous enough to let me live with them. And so I had this panic of like, now I need to start making money and pay this stuff back. But then I lived with my parents, and again, had no grocery bill. And had no rent bill or no electricity, no water, no anything. And my parents, I think like in their 60s, have this thing that they have these regrets and stuff. And they're like, you need to travel. You need to do the things that you love. And so they have 
And which is funny because they've always saved money their whole lives. But now that I have some and I have like a professional job, they're like, if you have the money, just go. Like, just travel. It's so weird that you say that because my mom was all about save your money. Yeah. Save your money. Save your money. Save your money. Travel. Travel. Always travel. The experience is much better than the thing. Yeah. So your parents are like my mom. Yeah. They should get together. My mom can bring ketchup. <laughs> your mom's food would have flavor. Yeah. Salt and pepper. <laughs> they, they would agree on a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. They're from the same age. And they would probably all think like, what is Teapot doing with that dude on that podcast? <laughs> Why do they talk about that weird shit? Is that all his idea? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And my mom's just going to... Totally just your idea. I don't come up with anything. No, no, none of it. It's all me. Yeah. 100%. I have a script. Yeah. That's in front of yeah. me. With you, a gun. You literally point... wrote this on and, the script. And a gun pointed at your head. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just a really good actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it was weird because they were the same You sound way. stressed. You don't, that's not a good actress. Do you need some money to solve that problem? I do. <laughs> okay. Well, now because we're talking about money, I'm starting to get more stressed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just there was a few years where I lived with them that I I went on like three trips, like international trips a year. Poor you. Um, no, no, no. It was the greatest years of I my mean, life. I mean, lucky you. Because um, I was working like a job that I felt like a good, productive, professional member of society, but also had this money, like big person money yeah. to spend. And no bills. Other than your, your loan and your, and your two loans. And then I moved out. <laughs> and now I just scraped by. And I went on a trip in February before all this stuff happened. And I'm still regretting it a little bit. Like, I'm still... I'm, like, lucky lucky that I'm, we're locked inside most of the day. So I can't go out and spend more money because I'm trying to save. Well, let's look at it this way. If you were in your current situation but living in your parents' basement, would you and your boyfriend be banging all the time? No. no. So living on your own now, this is oh, yeah. a sweet spot. Oh, yeah. No money. But the dick. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I moved out of my parents' house to because feel, of the dick. Mainly, oh. I was like, I need to have. I'm gonna. I want a relationship, and I need to meet someone and not live at my parents' house. I need freedom. I needed privacy. I needed to feel like an adult. And since we didn't live in Alabama, you couldn't have that relationship with your dad. Exactly. I get so it. It became tough. That's why I'm moving to Alabama. <laughs> exactly. And getting my dad to come back from the dead. Yes. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. We're going to get to some wishes later. So. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so. Everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's weird because, you know, a couple topics we have here is, you know, talking about what life was like before we had money and then when you get that big person job, yeah. and adult job and start making money. And mine has fluctuated so much. And I'm at the point now where I've stopped taking that many trips a year and I have to start thinking about um, saving and, and I, I still paying off those student loans. It's not a bad place to be, though. No, you've it's done just the more suggestion. Stressful. Your parents say travel. You travel. Yeah, it's they, just more stressful because I want to still take three or four trips a year, but it's not sustainable when I'm living. On there's my a lot own, of things so. I want to do that yeah. I can't. But it makes me sad, and my happiness goes away. But then money can solve that problem. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so money I can need literally more money. Right. Buy happiness. You. I told you. So yeah, I mean that's where I'm at when in terms of money. Um, most people don't like talking about money like we're not throwing out numbers we're not throwing out job positions or anything like that we're just letting you know that there's there's times when I mean in my life where I've had not enough money to pay bills and I'm using my credit card for stuff and that put me in a really super shitty spot for Mm -hmm. like four years and then I started making big boy money and I just sold my car I didn't have a cell phone and I just worked to pay stuff off and everything worked itself out because I was determined to 
not owe all that money to mm-hmm. all those places for mm-hmm. stuff that I didn't possibly need. Yeah. There, there's things that when I see, I just, I need to buy. Yeah. I, like, G.I. Joe toys was like a disease. I had to buy them. Yeah. Comics. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like a lot of, again, people don't want to talk about money and, and stuff. And people have asked me, how do I go on so many trips a year? Like how, how I'm 26 years old, how have I traveled as much as I have? Which again, isn't crazy. I'm not rich and I'm not like spending years abroad traveling um, in that kind of wealth. But like... Hostels are cheap. Hostels are cheap. But I just tell people, I'm like, okay, I literally just save all my money for that thing. But yeah, like you I don't... blow large amounts of money. I blow lots of dudes <laughs> to make a lot of money yeah. to go on a lot of trips. Yeah. And this, this mouth ain't stopping <laughs> <Yeah>. anytime soon. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, people are like, how do oh, you... Oh, that was me talking about myself. Yes, that was you. Um, as the people are like, how do you spend some... Like, how do you um, have the money? Because I don't... Uh, I luckily don't use like... And this is not about your past, but I, I know people um, that are my age that use credit cards and rack up debt to oh, yeah. travel and stuff. I don't. I just Oh, that can be trips. directed at me. Like, yeah, like, you absolutely. did at one point. I did, yeah. But, um, I don't, I just pay for it, but I also don't have, like my vices, the things that I impulsively spend my money on is travel, tattoos, and like things like Lush. Like if you can pitch me like a body lotion or a body wash that is like some organic fucking essential oil, fair trade, locally made, whatever... I'm going to buy that bottle for $27. See, essential oils for me are what I use to solve my hunger, <laughs> yeah, my no, hair loss. No, no, I'm not uh, like My that. stress. No, I my just headaches, like my skin to feel nice. Sometimes when I can't good. poop right. Yeah. Sometimes when I poop too much. Okay, stop. Sometimes when I'm tired. <laughs> if I can't get my remote to work properly, I just rub essential oil on it stop. and my, my remotes work. It's an amazing product. I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> um, no, I just, I like... The beauty products, like I'm a sucker for stuff that makes my skin. But yeah, your your good. vices aren't aren't like these. I don't know. You're not buying a twelve dollar pack of smokes every day. Exactly. You're not buying a twenty dollar booze every two days. Yeah. And that will add up to a point where you can't do the other stuff you want. Yeah. But I'm not gonna say you can't do it because if that's your vice, go crazy. If yeah. that makes you happy, do it. Yeah. Right. Don't just don't hurt anybody in yeah, the process. Absolutely. Right. Or or, or yourself. yourself. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I grew up in this town where people went out drinking a lot, and I was never a big drinker and partier and stuff, and, and if I did go, I just didn't drink that much, and um, people are like, how can you save up? And I'm like, because I literally don't spend my money throughout the week. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> like, it's I save no- it up for this week that I have off. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you can put it on paper and put it, the money that they're spending on their liquor, Yeah. and you put your money that you're spending on vacations, and at the end of the year, it's the same amount of money. Yeah. You're just doing something different than they are with it. Yeah. Right? And Which, neither one of you is right or wrong because yeah. you're both enjoying yourself. Yeah. You just you know, make sure you, you're prioritizing what you want to do first. I, I remember when I first moved here, there was uh, one of the young kids working for me. He was just moving out. He was 19 years or 20 years old. And he was moving out of his parents' house. And he's like, hey, man, can you help me go through a budget? Because like, mm-hmm. you've lived on your own for a while. I was like, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you figure out a budget. So we went through rent and stuff uh, in town here. And I'm looking through his budget, and I was like, "What's this $800 right here? It says booze. What is what is that?" He's like, "That's my my booze budget." I was like, "On what planet are you spending $200 a week in liquor 
Like that's your budget. Like you you don't budget that into your I'm moving out budget. No. You food, electricity, you know, mm-hmm. cable for your internet, rent, you know, gas for your car, insurance, cell phone bill. Those are yeah. the things you like need in in this society and where we live, right? Mm-hmm. Those are those are necessities. Booze isn't even on the ledger. Yeah. But for him, it was the most expensive thing he was willing to spend a month on it. That's insane. Because that's what he was spending a month See, at that going point, out to the bar. At that point, I don't. Um, as much as we say, you pick your vice and you you know, spend your, prioritize yeah. your money. At that point, that's that becomes unhealthy. That sounds like an addiction. If it's more than that's, your rent. Yeah, that's If you prior- prioritize your, your liquor expenditure over your rent. Yeah. That's fucked up. That's insane. That's just my opinion, though. Yeah, I, I don't hear know. a lot of people. I mean, there's there's what, tw- there's what twenty seven thousand people in town, mm-hmm. and there's a liquor store for every thousand people. Yeah, that's true. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's why I find it interesting because people immediately think that I have all this money, and I'm like, I can show you my bank account. It is not. I've never been. Well, I have. There was one time I came back from Europe and I just went too much, too hard, too fast. I went to Europe during university. I had no money, and I came back with nineteen dollars. I remember that. Account. And the place I had set up to work when I got uh-huh. back did not hire me. Like, they didn't let me come back. Um, so I had to get... I actually went to two of my previous jobs and worked at both of them. Um, but I fell into a deep depression. And it wasn't just that. It was like a poor relationship and then stress of university. And then it st- that ended and I went to Europe and had a great time. But when I came back, I missed traveling. I missed that experience. And I came back to zero money and a lot of frustration and confusion and I fell into depression. So Which leads clearly, you money. Money equals happiness because <laughs> I was very upset. But I mean, I don't have $19 in my bank account, but I also don't, like if anyone looks at my bank account, just the numbers, they wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you totally went on a cruise this year. I can mm-hmm. see how you did that. Like I have to budget and make it work. But that's also <laughs> not saying that somebody who's happy is rich. Oh, Because you can be happy without money. Oh, absolutely. Hundred percent. Absolutely. But to to do the things that you enjoy out of life, you you personally, yeah, just like me, I need money for the things I like. Mm-hmm. I do. Can I live without them? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of times where I've gone months without doing the things I love or buying the things I like because mm-hmm. I don't have the money. Yeah. It's just a matter of being intelligent enough to not overspend using a credit card. Yeah. Which getting that bill and not being able to pay it definitely doesn't make you happy. No. Just stress. I mean, I can't imagine. I look at, like, for example, the amount of money I've spent going to Disneyland. And I look at, I just, like, add up in my head. This is how many times I've been. This is the average cost. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, right now I can't afford to go and it's not open. Um, but one Thank day, God. Because I'll be there. <laughs> I'm going to go again. And I'm, I'm going to, I always do it when I have the money to go. So, I mean, looking at it. You know, adding up the money that you spend on those vices, on those special things that you love, can be shocking. Um, but if you think that it's worth it and you're not hurting yourself, you're not putting yourself in harm's way or, you know, destroying your life. Yeah. I say go for it. I mean, it depends on what your vice is. Oh. Well, I could read you a little story that I found yesterday. Okay. Which this gentleman, I... I I bet that he thinks money buys happiness because he has a very specific fetish. And let me read you the story. I found it in an Australian uh, online uh, article. Okay. So it starts out. Two men snuck into a bedroom with machetes after being hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up in his underwear 
and stroked with a broom. Only, only to discover they had got the wrong address. <laughs> oh, no. So, hey, real quick question. How does one get stroked with a broom? Well, I know how I stroke myself. Yeah. But I think you just rub him with a, like a bristle, like a witch's bristle broom. That I, sounds scratchy. Okay, then a soft broom. Maybe he likes the. That sounds tickly. I don't know. Hey, continue. Well, well, hey, don't don't judge him. <laughs> I'm not sh- shaming but anyone. It is, it just, is weird, right? I'm like, just inquisitive. So he's willing to pay for it, but these people had machetes. So the fantasy is to break into the house. I think mm-hmm. with machetes. Home invasion. And then rub a broom up and down on the guy while he wears his underwear. Mm-hmm. So one of the men, Terrence Leroy. Sorry, Terrence, if you're listening, but. You know, public knowledge (laughs) has now been acquitted of entering the home in July 2019, intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon after the New South Wales District Court accepted his explanation. Conceding the facts of the case are unusual, Judge Sean Grant set out his reasons for the not guilty verdict, saying that the evidence did not suggest the men's actions were intentional. If you can imagine two people breaking into your house with machetes and a broom, and then... I feel bad for this guy that was mistakenly, you know, You, you wait till you hear the price oh, of no. what he paid for it. So they carried the machetes either as a prop or something to use in that fantasy. The fantasy was unscripted, and there was discretion as to how it would be carried out. According to court documents, a man living in Western NSW near Griffith wanted a broom handle to be rubbed around his underwear. So there you have it. Mm, the handle. The handle. Weird. He was willing to pay $5,000 if it was, and I quote, really good, court documents said. So what's the difference between really good and really bad? Like, are they poking them in the dick? Well, I was going to say, is it really good rubbing, or is it the convincing nature of the fantasy? Mm. Like, if they're really good actors? Like, standing there with machetes, thinking, like, if you don't enjoy the broom handle, guess what? Yeah. Machete time, down by the dick. So, the police said that the intended client had a history and proclivity for engaging the serious, engaging the services of people. Mm -hmm. So, he's often paid for these things. He had made arrangements with a man on Facebook for people to engage in the role play, and he sent his address before he later updated it after moving a house more than 30 miles away. Oh, no. <laughs> so it wasn't even across the street. Like, you're waiting by patiently mm-hmm. for your people to break in. You notice that your neighbors are getting broken into. You're like, fuck, I paid for that shit. Yeah. And they're getting it for free. <laughs> would, would, would you run over there in your underwear? <laughs> the residents of the home where the, man mistake, where the men mistakenly turned up, to, and turned up to told the police that they had noticed a light on in the lounge about 6.15 a.m. He assumed it was a friend who visits him daily to bring him coffee. He said he called out, Bugger! It's too early! So he thought it was his friend. After hearing a voice asking, Is your name Kevin? The man said he turned his light on to see two men he did not recognize standing next to his bed, both holding machetes. A conversation then ensued, in which the pair repeatedly sought to establish whether he was Kevin, each time being told no in response. At one point, one of them asked, Are you sure you're not Kevin, as we were told to come to this address and pick up Kevin? Eventually accepting their error, the duo then left, with one of them saying, Sorry, mate, and shaking the resident's hand while the other said bye. (laughs) The resident then called police. Okay. Yep. So, $5,000. Yeah. He either has no money, and this is worth it to him, or he has way too much money, 
and he's bored as shit, and this is his new thing. I'm gonna say he has a lot of money and like, no, yeah, just bored. <laughs> Nothing else worthwhile to spend it on. Right. I can't even think of like for me anything five thousand dollars or over to me is a big purchase. Huge purchase. Like that is unless yeah. I'm gonna drive it or live in it. Yeah. I like or what? Have it poke my genitals? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm confused. I just want to know what, what uh, subsections in Pornhub he's visiting that I've never seen yet. <laughs> yeah. Because he's gone through the everything. I want to know what else he he's wants paid to for? do. Well, he, he, he does this a lot, apparently. He engages the services of others. Yeah. I, sh- I, should I just want to know what else the machete was for. Uh, scaring him? Yeah. So if you have five thousand extra dollars, would this be something you'd spend money on? No. That was pretty quick. <laughs> pretty quick. No. No. Yeah. No. If, uh, if I, I was. I don't even know why I listened to that story. No. If I was given five thousand um, dollars, the logical thing for me to do is just be like put it on my loan payment and chip away at that. But I'm really bad for like any time I come into a little bit of money, I'm like I deserve to spend this on myself. <laughs> So I would go on a trip. <laughs> I would go on Facebook. I get and tattoos. I get a bunch of tattoos. I would I find two guys and I would arm them with machetes and give them the wrong address. I wonder if he got his money back. Oh, I hope so. I mean, I, I feel bad for... I mean, when you first said that, I really thought that the victim in that case legitimately was like tied down and like they were poking him with a broom <laughs> and he was freaking Can out. Can you fucking imagine? But I'm really glad they asked who he was first. Like that is a... Uh, that is good job. Good job to the people carrying out the service. I'm not going to shame this man. And where or can I the go? Service providers to become one of these service providers because <laughs> I could definitely rub a dude's dick with a broomstick for five grand. You know, two dudes. You know, a dog. Just I don't care. Point me in the direction where I get to rub genitals with a broomstick for five for five thousand dollars. I know, that's amazing. You know what? I'd do it for four thousand dollars. No, this guy should get a hold of you. Okay, twenty dollars. <laughs> 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I'd take a shot in the mouth. I mean, I'd touch a dude's balls with a broom handle for 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, no. This is going somewhere really quickly. Let's change the topic to something else. Um, I have a question for you yeah. as we, I guess, move into some questions here. Um, the first one is um, just talking about money, talking about things we desire, talking about, um, you know, things that you want in your life um if you had three wishes from a genie um normal genie wishes apply so no wishing for wishes and yeah no people falling in love i only know aladdin so <laughs> no people falling in love with me and no bringing people back from the dead yeah i only know you, you aladdin don't like too. you don't like doing it <laughs> I, I only know aladdin <laughs> okay too, so, so those are normal that's genie I, wishes uh, fair enough um if you were to have Three wishes, just off the if like if legitimately a genie showed up right now without thinking about it too much. Um, well, there'd be a lot to think about. It'd be a lot, but if you had to choose three wishes, three wishes quickly, what um, would they be? It would be everlasting health. Yep. I, would that make me grow old but not get old? Could I be like three hundred and still be my age? Because I my body's healing, like Wolverine style, right? It's yeah. like an everlasting health. Would Sean you want to live forever, though, and see everyone die? You know, you're, it's sad. You're going to see a lot of people in your life die. But the amount of knowledge I could get from living, like, 300 years, 
I'd be happy with what I've learned. I would be sad with the people who died, but I'd be happy with the relationships that I it's got true. to experience that I never got to experience if I died younger. Though, I, I have so many questions and we're not going to have enough yeah. time to answer them. Because some of my questions include, like, if you live forever at the same age, um, what if you get hurt? Do you feel pain? And in that case, can people torture you literally for the rest of your existence? Well, you could. Uh, but there's a lot to unpack. Eventually, those people would die, though, it. right? The ones tortured you couldn't outlive you. It's true. <laughs> They'd have to keep getting new people. It's true. They'd have to be like. I think it's possible for you to be like a, a merry go round of torturers. Yeah. Um, uh, and next, next one. Next one would be like uh, an everlasting bank account. So if. Uh, unlimited bank account. Mm-hmm. I, I need something to buy, the money's in my bank account. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Yeah. I want to buy Uruguay. And they're like, oh, we need to sell. I was like, done. And I go into a bank account and I've got the money. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much it is. An yeah. never-ending bank account. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want the genie to like fuck me some way. You know, like hey, hey you got a never-ending bank account. You know, that's just the name of the bank account. Yeah. It's the never-ending bank account. No interest earned. It's like cool. <laughs> Yay me! But no, like something. I get you. Yeah. And whew, can I wish the genie to be free? Because I don't need anything else after that. I'm healthy. And I got enough money to buy whatever I want, yeah. and I can live a long time. Yeah. I can I can donate so much money. I've got it forever. Yeah. Not that money solves problems, because you could throw as much money as you want into starvation in Africa, and it hasn't solved anything in 50 years. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of things that but, are systemic. So there's other ways to solve those problems, and yeah. I'm pretty sure paying off warlords would solve those problems. You yeah. Know? Installing better governments using your money would solve those problems. Yeah. But throwing money at starvation won't solve it. But, but throwing money at, like, they're, you know... Someone someone else in your family could get sick. You can't solve that with money. No, and you also can't solve it with your eternal life. No. Like your everlasting health, sorry. Yeah, but it's not for someone else as well, right? So that's tough. So only you, two? Well, I mean, do I do I get to wish the genie free? Because this sure. is shit done. Yeah, you're such a nice person. Not really, because I've got two very important things. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And what else do I have? Yeah. Like, I, I'm going to get shot and I'm still going to live because my health will heal me. It's true. Um, Not that I want to get shot. Yeah, I mean, mine are similar. My money thing was to just get like a million dollars a week um, deposited into my bank account. Yeah. Um, that's... No stipulations um, for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> so just, I don't think I can spend... And you check a and full million dollars a week. The, the bank calls you. It's like, oh, can we speak to you for a moment, please, T-Bond? You're like, yeah, sure. It's up. Like, we uh, went into your personal bank, and it, it keeps showing a million dollars in Monopoly money. <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. Million Fuck dollars you, Canadian, because um, they want to get you like that. Um, I would also say health as well. I'm not sure about the whole like living forever thing, um, but. It'd be great to not, like I see my parents going through health issues later in life. It'd be great to just not have the pain of growing older and like the body problems and just like yeah. live a virtually pain-free ears. life. Yeah, I don't know what that would mean in terms of living forever, but that would be really great. Um, I feel like a third wish I would probably, I mean, again, this is quick, so I don't know, but it would probably be something regarding other people in my life you know was, like, was i was i selfish by not picking my friends or was i unselfish by freeing the genie i don't know they listeners can tell you because what was the was the genie like the aladdin genie where after he freed him he still had his magic and hung out with him for like three <laughs> seasons true. of cartoons it's true because that'd be great um but yeah i know i feel like i also wishing 
health on my friends and family. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to do with the world that I'd love to... I, I, it's just, it's hard because, again, with a genie, the whole, like, trickery thing, it's hard to be, like, no more hunger, no more racism, no more, um, And, and he kills like, everybody on the, and he kills everyone on the planet. <laughs> exactly. You're like, yay, I'm alone now. Yeah. And I live forever. Fuck my life. Yeah. Um, like, I wish, I would have to think about it longer, but I, there'd be something that I want to, you know, try and make the world or at least the lives of the people close to me better. In terms of health, in terms of less stress, in terms of... Well, your unlimited money would definitely help with that. It's true. But not with, like, health. I don't know. I can't explain it. Um, exactly, but I have to have more more time to think about it. But I agree with you on health and money. I think that once you take those two away, your life is pretty good. Yeah. You can't. I mean, there's going to be conflict no matter what. There's going to be things you can't control. But, uh, I mean having those two things helps you solve <laughs> whatever problems arise pretty easily. Jeannie, I want to be Snoop Dogg for a week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Jeannie just looks at you like, what the fuck? All right, last question. All right, the last question is not a question to you or me. Okay. It's a question question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the question is, my fiance has a $40,000 in credit card debt. Should I follow through on our engagement or tell him that he has to have it paid off before we start our life together. Also, should I help him pay this debt down before we get married? This debt really scares me as I have seen what debt does to a relationship. My mom and dad are not together because my mom could not curb her spending and my dad didn't want to keep paying off unnecessary, unnecessary bills and it broke his heart. Mm -hmm. I find this interesting because the one thing I'm wondering about is where that debt came from. Um, like if this is not like for me, as soon as you said $40,000, I was like, oh, my school payment. Cause like legitimately I left university with $40,000 in debt, but I have a four year degree in a professional field and I got a job in my field and I'm making big, big boy money ish. Big girl money. Big girl money. Yeah. Uh, no sexism here. No, that's true. Uh, until the mic's turned off. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I'm making money to, you know, plan a life now. But I have debt and I'm in a relationship. And to me, I, I, I don't even know if my significant other is in debt. Like, I don't think it's really come up. But at the end of the day, my thing is if I have debt going into a relationship, I have a bill that comes out every month automatically from my account. And it's going to continue coming out automatically from my personal account yeah. until it's paid off. I don't expect anyone to chip in. I'm not going to create a joint account that it gets taken out of there. It gets yeah. taken out of my personal account, and I'm going to continue to pay it See, off. See, a lot of people get married, though. They, they, they remove that personal account, and it's all one account. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, well, I, mean, I mean, I'm good with three. One mutual yeah. one, and then two separate. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Like, I think... You go into that relationship with your debt, it's your debt. Yeah, absolutely. Right? But yeah, 40000 Like I, my biggest in my life, I think it was like 23000 in credit card mm -hmm. debt. Yeah. And right now, looking at that is just like mind-blowing. Yeah. And it was a lot of hard work to pay it off. See, I, again, that's why I'm wondering where the debt came from because I feel there is the stigma is different. If I tell someone if I was $40,000 in debt for university... And you tell someone you're $23,000 in debt for credit cards. I'm a yours piece is of much shit. less, but mine has the, you know, yours has the stigma. Mine I'm a has, piece of shit. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if you go to, you tell someone that, they're going to think I'm more responsible than you. They're going to think 
You know what I mean? Like, that's where you... If this person has... I'm pretty sure anybody who knows us will say that anyway. <laughs> I guess. Um, Even though I don't have, you know, 23000 in credit card debt. Yeah. They're just going to look at me like, no, dude, she's way more mature and more intelligent. Just just ride the ride the wave. Like, yeah. coast along. Yeah. Coattails. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I would say my opinion is if I met someone who's $40,000 in debt from spending their money on things they didn't need... Um, and they were just irresponsible, I would be very concerned about having a long-term relationship with them um, without working through some of those impulsivity problems. Um, it wouldn't be a deal breaker per se, but it would definitely be some conversation about like, you're paying this back in your bank account and we need a budget and we need to stick to a budget. Yeah. But yes. credit, like my kind of debt, I mean, I'm biased because I have it, but if I am with someone who has student loan debt, or debt from a car or a house, okay, that's yeah. normal. They're bettering their lives. They're spending money on big things that's going to help them have a more comfortable life. So essentially what you're saying is sort of what I'm thinking here is they go into the relationship, they follow through, they get married, they each have their own bank account, mm-hmm. and they each pay their own stuff off. Mm-hmm. But things like mortgage, electricity, mm-hmm. you know, internet bill, that should all be paid by each of them. Yeah, absolutely. So, like you said, the third bank account. Every mm-hmm. month they deposit X amount of dollars, which covers all their bills. Yeah. And maybe, you know, it covers a little bit of savings between the two of them. Yeah. Because you don't want one to be saving, the other one not to be saving, and then one of them wants to go on a vacation or, you know, buy a new car, and mm-hmm. the other one's like, well, we can't afford it. She's, and she's like, I can. Yeah. And then she's going on all these vacations by herself on yeah. her downtime, and he's like, I'm trying to pay off this debt. Yeah. He's going to resent that because, like, we're a partnership. And she's going to be like, don't hold me back. We're a partnership. Yeah. Right? So yeah, it's going to cause, I think in the long run, it's going to cause problems if they combine yeah. the bank account, combine the debt. Yeah. She also doesn't say what her debt is, even though she says she's terrified of debt. So Yeah, I'm assuming she doesn't have any, but I think it's weird. I think I, debt has an interesting kind of connotation to it because it seems really negative, but I don't know many people who don't have debt in terms of technically, you know, a mortgage is debt. Yeah. Um, car payments like I most people I know have not paid for a house and a vehicle and all other things in cash um, they're making payments on something and budgeted so, $800 a month to their liquor expense absolutely right you have to budget in the liquor expense for your weekly binges so yeah I just think that I think it's a daily binge at that point <laughs> I'll be honest with you like $200 you're going out one night and drinking $200 with the booze I've seen people get $1,000 tabs but mainly because they're in one night but mainly because they're buying drinks for other people too huh yeah big money i need different more friends. money more problems yeah like that tab that's a huge problem with the more money <laughs> huge problem <laughs> but yeah i don't know i just think that you know when people ask questions like this i always wonder why they haven't just discussed it with their significant other <laughs> If you're going to get engaged, <laughs> talk you, about everything. you should probably talk about shit. Yeah, you should be able, in my mind, to talk about most things with your significant other. Well, you should. I digress. Like, okay, what if what if his credit card debt... Okay, just picture this. I'm, I'm probably way out here. Yeah. Okay? What if... I know what you're going to say. What if he's paying for people to come to his yeah. house... With machetes and a broom handle. Exactly what I knew you were going to say. What if the forty thousand dollars is him hiring service providers? Eight eight times. Just eight times. 
he he had his nuts poked with a broomstick eight times. <laughs> and this is where the debt came from. Yeah. You well, think she was going to be like, you know what? Thumbs up, buddy. <laughs> I'm down. Could be worse, I guess. Yeah, you, you could ask them to use the machetes. Yeah. <laughs> and snip. Oh, yeah. Sorry, baby. You want kids? Can't. Why? Spent five grand last week. They fucked up. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's a good place to end uh, the conversation with a, a dick getting chopped off by a machete. Paid for. Um, paid for. Um, though money could buy him a new penis. So like we've concluded, <laughs> money does buy happiness because um, it buys new penises. That yeah. is the moral of the story, right? Totally. Yeah. I'm glad it brought it back to that. Yeah. <laughs> moral of the story. Make more money to buy a better penis. Yeah. I think that would make everyone happy. Which reminds me, I need to go to my night job. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess we got to cut this off here. And so, All right. Know-it-alls. See you later. <laughs> See you next week.